With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Humans. Are you a homophobe? No, bro. No, no, no. Elaborate. Dude, you can dude, you can suck you're, whoever's you're, dick you want. Man. Yeah, but you're you can do whatever you want. First off, you goddamn fucking right. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Second off, yeah. second off. But when you like you're referring to homosexual acts as messed up stuff. Well, look at look, dude. Okay, look. <laughs> Yo, yeah, my, what, my what are you drinking? Statue. What are you, is you some sort of carbonated urine? Uh, Danny gives me single servings of Red Bull. That's what she'll allow me to drink. In a wine glass? Danny, what's going on here? Mike, please get set up. I'm okay. going to do the intro. I mean, I'm ready. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you're not subscribed, hit the fucking button, bro. I say it every time. Just subscribe. Actually, we're coming up on 2 million subscribers. That's dope. That's yeah, way how did that happen, by the way? That's I think it's just like happened. a compounding of, of, of dopeness. Interest. Yeah. It, it, interest. <laughs> Yo, I just got this email right now. Um, I we, we keep a lot of this stuff offline, but I, I have been involved in some lawsuits. Lawsuits. I don't know if I can legally say this or if my team w- wants me to be like putting this out there. Look but out! <laughs> one of them, we just we just uh, settled. What's it called when you, uh, you don't go to court? It's out of a court settlement. settlement. It's a settlement yeah, agreement, yeah, yeah. right? Yep dollars i have to pay just 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 How's it feel? to fork it out it stings really bad man it stings really bad especially because it was something so stupid and i know what you're thinking like lawsuits the red flag the first thing that comes to your mind is, is like something illegal yeah no shit. what the f- no. no no but like what do people think when they watch like, no no when i hear wrong. lawsuit like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like yo he like vandalized something Whatever. or like hurt yeah. someone it wasn't anything like that this was like a super technical thing and just 110k that I might as well have just thrown off the balcony, man. Even when I make good money for the year, say I have like a big dinner and I get stuck paying for it, mm. and it's like 250 bucks. I'm like, this sucks, sucks. Bro. So I can't even imagine what that feels like. Oh, bro. oh, yo, and that's that's one of, I think one of, I think one of three. The next one's another. I'm just looking at the confirmation email right now, saying the wire went out, and it just sucks. Yeah, but you're gonna get that bag off that KSI rematch, bro. <laughs> that bag is big, bro. Whoa, that's like a, Hold up. We don't even know if that's confirmed Oh, yet. Uh, so you you are going to get the bag off that KSI rematch, which may or may not be happening. Feel free to clip that. I got news that doesn't suck, though. <laughs> I got news that doesn't suck. Um, I broke in the Maverick Sprinter yesterday, man. Yeah, yeah I we, saw that. Yeah. Yes! You, oh, you did? Well, not like the the act itself, but I was watching the fight club in here with a small group of intimate friends. Yep. And all of a sudden the lights on the sprinter, David, you know what I'm talking about. The lights on the sprinter went on at 2 a.m. and <laughs> went straight on the screen as the most important scene of fight club was happening. Three hours, three, three hours they, they were on? That's my you bad. No, you're a liar. He's, he's being... You're just giving him a... You're blowing up his head. For me, I how think long, it was about 22 long? seconds. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, I... It's dope, yo. It was really cool. And, you know, the girl was super nice. We listened to some music. She she educated me on music. I'm getting cultured. She talking his shit to you? All the time. <laughs> no, seriously, we get in fights. 
I get in fights with most people. We got in a fight today. <sighs> yeah. Well, we got in a... We got in a fight that was based on a fight that happened on the podcast yesterday. If you saw, if you saw our, our last podcast with the Van Girl, clearly like one of the most riveting podcasts ever. So just like go back and definitely watch it. <laughs> we just I, like I we literally get these, cannot. We get in these things sometimes, and I think when they're arg- and and I hope people watching this can um, find it applicable to their lives as well. When we get in debates over stuff, Beatles versus Drake, this versus that, best movies, whatever. I think there's a lot of value in there for the listener. I think it's fun to watch. And by the way, so might the other stuff. But anytime we like even playfully start taking attacks on each other's character. Mike doesn't like it as much as I do. And I told him it's because he's like, I think you have a problem. I'm like, absolutely. Like, I'm not, I can't be the only one like this. I'm a bit of a masochist. Like I like drama and I can, and I can, and I can hold my own. And I said why I like to go, to go back and forth with Mike is because like he holds his own too. He's he's the only like real competition I have that like stands back up to me. And I don't. Everyone I just, else, I just yeah. destroy it and make them cry. But not you, Mike. I just don't. I just don't like it as much because I'd rather take shots at. And by the way, even this I don't do a lot of. But I'd rather take shots at other camps and other teams that have shit to talk about us and make the time that we spend together as valuable as possible and helping each other and like uh. do and like big upping each other. And, uh, but I do want to create shit that people watch, but I hate fighting with you. You're like the only person outside of like my mom and my sisters that could really fucking dig into me. Even when I know what you're saying isn't true and has like, not, not, not true, but it doesn't have like, like you're just saying it to fuck around with me and get a rise. But what sometimes it, it really, it, I don't know why with you. Cause you're like a brother to me. It really digs in it and it hurts, you know? So interesting. I'm the opposite, man. I, and I told you this, like, if you say some shit that's like fucked up but it's true. Who am I to contest that? And like, I'm, I love truth and logic. So if you, I don't want to use the example you gave me earlier, but it was, I mean, you can imagine it was about like that, that really, that big thing that happened in my life. And I brought it up as just like a, as a reference point of something that could hurt you if it was said in a public space. But, but But I wanted to let you know that I would, I just am really careful about what I there, by the way, there are two different ways I approach talking shit between teammates one is in a public forum and one is in a private forum. And mm-hmm. so like, I think whenever I get the idea that we're like having a back and forth, even jokingly attacking each other's characters in front of 250, 500, but, 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 like, they're, they're, but they're worse off camera. I think like everyone, everyone can agree. They're, they're much worse off camera. <sighs> Anyways, we, we do love each other now. It's all yeah, good. Yeah. It was, it was cathartic this morning. It yeah. made you understand like where I was coming from. I understood where you're coming from. And the biggest piece I got was, Cause I, ne- as you know, I don't really take a lot of heed to the comments from other people from you. I, it bothers me, but Dylan brought up the point, like some of the shit you said, like, I just need to own. Like if somebody calls me loud or fucking like any of those words, I'm fucking loud as shit, bro. Yeah, I'm loud. loud I'm obnoxious. Yes. I'm in your fucking face. And I got to own that shit, bro. Because God knows I'm not fucking changing it. Ever? No, I, never, I bro. The that, day I stopped pissing oh God, people yeah. off, the day I stopped pissing. Yo, day, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Easy with the fucking sound effects. The day <laughs> I stop pissing people off is the day I leave the public spotlight because that means I'm no longer causing conflict, rubbing people's nerves, and that's why I'm here. I want people to say, "Man, fuck that guy and fuck his opinion." I just don't like when it's my boy. Yeah, taking man, we've been talking I just want to be. I just want to be brothers. I'm, that's all. I, I love you. But you, I get that last point. Are yeah, you wearing your? Uh, are you wearing your posture brace? <laughs> no, no. Mike got one of those things where he straps it around his chest, so he walks around the house like this, trying to improve his posture. 
which I don't think is good for you because it actually probably weakens the muscles because you're not relying on something to- <laughs> Bro, I just hang it. it like this. Like this. I actually can't say hang. Fuck. Um, all right, guys, let's bring on our guest. Our guest today started with $1,200 and built his multi-million dollar empire to become Canada's number one real estate investor. His book, Hard Times Create Strong Men, is filled with powerful tools for personal growth. It's Stefan Arnio. Let's go. Right. Hey, is it Stefan or Stefan? Stefan rhymes with effing. Oh, no. Oh, that makes that, a ton yeah, of sense. Yeah, he's just yeah. spitting facts right away. That's right, bro. Hey, real quick, this book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. Do hard times also create strong women or just men? Oh, huh. damn. Are we opening with that today? Uh -oh. Yes. We're going to do it. Shit. See, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It seems bold. It seems bold. Oh, oh, wow. I'm just seeing this warning. This book is not gender neutral. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you're talking about it seems bold in this climate is what you're saying. Well, dude, you said you like to piss people off. Hell so we're yeah, we're going we're gonna to piss off the social justice warriors right away. Wait, wait, wait. Do, is that your... So, okay. Yes, bro. Yes. But hold, on. No, but hold on. Hold on. Is that your intent? No, bro. No. Don't lie. No, I, I didn't. Okay. So I wrote this book. Let me tell you why I wrote the book first. Then we'll talk about the social justice warriors and strong women in okay. a second. So I went out to the jungle water fasting. Uh, Is that, what, by the way, where you found your crew? Because by the way, he walked in <laughs> with three guys. They're all over six foot seven. From like the Amazonians, straight up the massive, tallest people I've ever seen in my life. Bro. That kid's 19. They're that very kid's 12. Too. And they're great looking. Like the, these guys found the fountain of youth and all drank from it, including you, Canadians. Yeah. Well, you know, Luke, Luke, the 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 guy there, he didn't know his pin number for the cab, so I said, "You have to blow the cab driver now to pay for it." Ah, uh, did that? Ha did they, it happen? Nah, they no, did no, that no. He, he found the pin. It was good, but because we had another thing. guest who actually does blow her cab driver for free. Free, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she actually had that mic in her throat. Her name is Riley Reed. No, no, <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Riley don't Reed. fucking do it. No, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me just get some water. And some disinfectant if so, you have it. So I'm in, I'm in the jungle fasting for 18 days on water. This was uh, 2017, 2016, okay. 2017 over the winter. I came back to my office and I had eight employees at the time and young guys, 20, 21, 22, like, you know, smart guys like this, yep. handsome guys. These are the best guys and they're my salesmen. And I come back from the jungle and they haven't done any work for like a month. So they just did nothing. And I had people show up an hour and a half late for work. I had people show up an hour and 45 minutes late because when the king leaves, everybody does whatever. Yeah. Right? Cats away, mice play. Yep. And I said, guys, like, what's going on? And they said, I don't like you. You're mean. This isn't my dream job. Oh. I don't love this. And we got all the excuses here in the book right at the beginning. There's like 15 excuses. Whoa. And so I sat these young guys down. I said, look, guys, you have to be a man, do your work, earn your honor, and get respect of the other men around you and the women. So I give a six-hour lecture on how to be a man. Three hours one day, three hours the next day. The boys figured it out, and I, I said, I never want to give that lecture again. So I went home, and I wrote this down in 11 days. It's 151,000 words. You went nuts. I went nuts. I went ballistic because I was like- You wrote this in 11 days? 11 days, bro, Jesus. last year. Did you have somebody clean it or what? Or did but you it, just fucking go to market like a savage? Uh, well, I, I had a couple editors. Okay. I had a couple editors. I actually had a female attorney- a fact checker go through it. Cause I was like, this was really offensive. I was afraid of it for six months. I was like, bro, this is rated R. It's got 
killing, violence, Love money, sex, Love religion, it. politics. It's got some yep. pictures in it, too. Smashing down social justice warriors. I have people buy it. They give it five stars on Amazon. They're like, but the naked girls in it. I had to tear out the pictures of the naked girls. Because this is how to be a man. It's be a man in a box. And so these young boys didn't have fathers. And this is what I found out. All these young guys with problems, they got daddy's issues. Yep. So the yep. girls oh, have daddy's oh, issues. This yep. is boy The guys daddy. have daddy the, issues. Hell yeah, Hello. dude. Wow. Dude, dude, do you have like yeah. a sound effect you can play for that? Go yeah, like, That uh, would be a good time. Maybe fuck. Bro, just give me oh, something. Bro, on my show, we got a gong. We hit the gong. Oh, we need- <laughs> <laughs> so that works. That works. So yeah, the girl's daddy. Oh. Hey. Uh. Oh. So the girl's daddy issues is she ends up on the pole or a stripper or something. The guy's daddy's issues is he's not good at his work. He just doesn't work. So if you see those guys that aren't getting their mm. shit together, they can't take masculine uh, criticism. And next thing you know, you got guys with daddy's issues. So I was scared of this book for six months. I'm like, oh my God, I'm afraid of it because I wrote it and it's it's the truth. And I sat up for six months and I said, fuck it. And I printed up 2,500 copies. It sold out like right away, which none of my books. So I write real estate books, business yeah. books, sales books. Nobody, like people buy those, but- they buy them out of funnels. Like they don't go to the store and be like, oh, I want one to sell. Yeah. Those are business books. This thing sold right away, sold out. This is a second run now. Why? Here's my question. Do, not it's why, which I yeah. already said, but I'm going to build on it. <laughs> yeah. Y plus. Why did it, why did it sell better? Cause I, I watched this kind of stuff happen. And what I've noticed is that anytime you make something that's going to piss off one group of people, there's probably another group of people that's going to go savage loving the product. Love and hate. Right? right. And so, and so, and I think by the way, that's how you create those rabid communities of, of fans by putting, by, you know, laying your line in the sand and mm-hmm. saying, this is where I fucking stand and I'm not changing. And then you have people that are like, you know, obviously you're getting hit by the SJWs and I want to hear about that, but you also have a lot of people that are like, yo, I like this. I like this dude because he's not budging in the face of everyone saying he should budge. So, so this is what happened. I wrote a little blog in 2016 before I wrote the book. It was hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. And that's the cycle of history. So it's right here on the back of the book. Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times. And I wrote this little blog. I said, why is it that we have safe spaces and cry spaces for 18-year-old boys? And, you know, in the 40s, these guys would have been storming D-Day, killing Nazis. Yeah, they'd be on Normandy, Omaha Beach, Juneau Beach, wherever, Canadians, Americans, killing Nazis with bayonets in their bare hands. And now they're crying and they need, like, boyfriends and they wear dresses and they're trying to wear lipstick and change their gender. Like, what happened? So that's what what this, this thing's about. And the, the title was hot. The blog was hot. The book cover was hot. I put this out. It sold out right away because it's just like the, the mind of society right now is like, oh, my God, like women actually like this book more than men because they're like, I'm tired of weak guys. I'm tired of dating weak guys. I want to get married. I can't find a husband. Nobody wants to actually be a man. And then the men are tired of it because we're hiring guys and we want to, you know, talk to real men. There isn't any anymore. So it's like it's like the, the market just needs this. And it's a zeitgeist, a spirit of the times where people are like, God damn, we need this. We uh, there is so much here. You said a lot, dude. It, it, mm. There is so much here that like is great talking points. And like I, I don't even know. So I guess look, dude, I'm here. I'm here for the day. We can do a series, dude. Right, this is amazing. <laughs> but the first thing that's gonna come up, okay, because we do have uh, a decent chunk of SJW. Um, watchers. And by the way, so does everyone on YouTube and so does everyone in general. Like they're, they're out there, they're watching, right? And so 
You are going to get attacked in the comments of this show. Well, dude, we're in LA, so this is where they live. You're, like you're SJW. in the bubble, dog. I'm in the, I'm in the hornet's nest right now. Yeah. You, you are going to get attacked in the comments um, for being a purveyor of toxic masculinity. Okay, it's going oh, to happen. Bro, I got to write that down because we're going to do it one at a time. So you want to hit the SJWs first or toxic masculinity? Which one do you want to do? I, yeah, I, I, I want to do toxic masculinity because yeah. you said a lot of things there. And like, mind you, I'm from Ohio. My dad is like. Bro, I'm from Winnipeg. So like Midwest all okay, the way. Okay, okay, okay. Prairies, okay. man. But he, but. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Be- because of his industry, he has had to become slightly... No, no, no. I could, uh, I'm not had to. I could do whatever I goddamn please. Right. I'm just... I, I would... I would say the older I get, the more mature I get, the more worldly I get, the more people I talk to, I become more accepting, open, and willing to listen, especially to opposing viewpoints, especially to opposing viewpoints yep. or, or just different viewpoints. And uh, yeah, I want, I want to go with the, the toxic masculinity first. Is that, a pro- I, is that a problem? Okay, so first thing, does, toxic masculinity. Does it exist? Toxic yes, masculinity, yeah. I claim, doesn't exist. There's only masculinity, and actually it's the, it's the absence of masculinity that's toxic. So if you take a home, I got the stats in here. If you take a home and you take dad out of the picture, let's say dad, dad is, you know, divorced. They, they take dad out of the picture and mom gets the government to look after her and the kids. The stats on that are the young boy's going to end up in jail and the young girl's going to end up as a stripper. So tell me how that isn't toxic. It's the absence of masculinity that's toxic. And, you know, if you want to go back to D-Day, that's a day where toxic masculinity saved the world. You know, that was a day where, guess what? We needed a bunch of strong guys to go in there and, and beat the, them up. Yeah, but those were also like really tumultuous, shitty times. That, those like, were hard times that created strong men. We yeah. had this we had this conversation when we got into the Beatles stuff. And and are we are we not in tumultuous hard times wait, now? But, wait, I, I, but okay. Just just yep. reverse. Yep. So yep. so yes, D-Day created strong men. But what is a strong man? Someone who goes to war and kills people? Is that a strong man? So in the book, I talk about how a strong man is strong mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Those are the four parts of a man. So killing people, men men are built to kill people, first of all. Our skeletons are way stronger than a female skeleton. So if you take like the Navy SEALs, there's zero Navy SEALs who are women because the women, they just can't do it. And it's not like, oh, baby, we'd like to, like in girls basketball, you got the, the top WNBA player, she's making like 70 grand and they got a lower hoop and a smaller ball. You guys got a basketball hoop outside and you're looking at this crew. You're like, wow, these guys are six, five NBA. They're seven feet tall, like seven something. Right. In real life, there's only one basketball and one hoop. There's no girls basketball in real life. So, you know, when we get down to like the Navy SEALs, or we get to like a lot of industries. The top 1% is male because there's insane men like me and probably like you guys who do nothing but work. You guys don't have probably families, dogs, kids, whatever. You, know, you don't have to leave and like have a social life. We probably just work, dude. That's what the That's 1% it. guys do. Yeah. So when you put women in there against men, what happens is the women typically don't win because these guys are working double time. And that's not a gender thing. It's just these guys literally do two days of work. Like these guys I brought, these motherfuckers, they only work. I can call Luke at three in the morning. He'll pick up the phone. 
I'll call him at midnight. I'll call him at noon. He's always picking up the phone. He's always working. Oh, he's also twelve, bro. Like the kids, <laughs> the kids always working. What, what do you look like? Twenty now? He's oh, he's 19. 19. He's a okay. teenager. Yeah, but he's insane. So like, you can call him at sixty. He'll still be doing that. Uh, the female employees in my office, they go home. They have lives. They're like, I, I don't want to talk now. I have to go to my social. I have to go to my dinner thing. My, they have lives. So there's a difference there between those two groups. LeBron in, in basketball makes 120 million. He's the top guy. Top WNBA makes 70. So, oh God, there is so much here. It's Bro, so I want to, I almost want to stop. I almost want to stop every two minutes because so, so in, in one hand, you're talking about uh, women. You're talking about an equal pay conversation, which they do get equal pay. They just don't do equal tasks. And obviously the biggest conversation right now regarding equal pay is the, so is the men's and women's soccer teams. Right. This conversation has exploded yeah. on social media. Everybody's talking about it and where the chips end up falling on it usually is that the, it's a business decision that the right. men's teams bring in more revenue. And so that the amount of money that the men make is more. The market's worth more. I'm not yeah. saying that that stat is accurate. I'm just saying that's where the conversation generally leads. But you also brought up a conversation about the duty in our armed forces, which is a, which as you said, is a far different conversation. And I do know that there have been some elite units in the United States who have started to welcome their first, um, female members we can look this up i believe it's the rangers the army mm -hmm. rangers which is another elite they're hardcore extremely elite unit and so you're starting to see women make their way into these elite units but is it because they um have truly earned their way in or is it because the army the marines have to appease SJWs in the government and in society to continue to drive funding for the arms. So, and I'm, by the way, that is not my statement. That is a question I'm asking. That's okay. it. <laughs> so let's set that aside for a moment. Yes. So I think there's a, I think there's a bigger issue here. And, and the issue is for since 1960, we've tried to turn women into men. That's been the agenda. All right, let's, let's make men and women equal, which makes women into men and men into women. You got stay-at-home dad strapping on a boob with some milk feeding his baby now. I want to be that, by the way. I'm really looking forward well, to that. Then you need a sugar daddy, man. No, no. I, I feel like I just want to wing it myself. Somehow yeah. stay-at-home like, dad. I'll go back to the, the vessel thing. Like, I just need, like, I just need a, a girl who's down to birth my child. And then, and then, by the way, if you want to be the mom, like, officially go. Like, please go. Put, put that it. in the comments. You know, it's going to go huge, man. I'm just ready to be a dad, man. We've talked about it. He, he's just looking for the right... I'd be a sick dad. Genetic, anyway, go, yeah. Anyways, go on. Well, okay. you're, well you're handsome, so that's going to be What about that Band-Aid that's growing on his face? It's nice. Small. I got a rash from boxing. <laughs> At least it got Wait, smaller. What you, but, all right, what's the problem with stay-at-home dads, though? Okay, so let's, let's get back to that. So we're, we're bringing women, and we're turning them into men. Now, here's the problem. There's a masculine side, and there's a feminine side of the, of the human race. And we all have a masculine and feminine side. Now, the masculine purpose is to work. The feminine purpose is her family. So like every man has a masculine and feminine. Every woman has a masculine and feminine. The trouble is when you take a woman, and I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of the women because I want to help the women. I want them to do well. When you take a woman and you say, well, we're going to take your feminine purpose of a family. We're going to throw that over here. And we're going to put your masculine purpose of work first. Can, can I, who's to say that's their purpose? That's what that I was going to ask. Mas well. It's masculine feminine. I'm just talking in general. Wait, are you no, no. deciding Ooh, that? Yeah. Like, oh, you, this is like the, the message. Okay, look, look young lady, you need to go to university, 
become a brain surgeon, do 12 years of university, get 300 grand of debt or whatever. No, but who is this person that's talking? This I is guess that's popular a- narrative. Okay, so popular idea in the culture is, hey, ladies, go get work. You might get divorced. You need to support yourself. You you don't need a man. This is the the popular narrative. Well, well hold on. And it, this is this tricky because there everything you say is so loaded, loaded. And, and could be a conversation yeah. on its own. Yeah. But technically- Based on statistics, she is going to get divorced. She is going to need to work for herself. Like based on our current society, she's got a 60% chance of being divorced if she gets married. Right. And 70% of those divorces are initiated by women. So like now we're getting into this like weird thing, but let me finish. Yep. yep. So when you take a young lady and say, young lady, you're going to be a brain surgeon. You send her to school for 12 years, 300 grand of debt or whatever. And now she's, let's say, let's just say she's 30 now. Okay. She makes, let's say 300 grand a year. She's living in her masculine purpose. What does she want to do next, do you think? Have a child. Have a child. Now, here's the here's the, the shitty part. And this is where the masculine and feminine wrestle with each other. So she's lived in her masculine purpose till she's 30. She's making money like a man. Now, number one, she wants to mate up. There's no men above her to find. So she's trying to mate with a guy better than her. She can't find one. So now she's, she's sad. Mm. Okay? This is like happy sad. She's sad. Second thing, she's got all this debt. Now she's stuck. And then the other thing is, if she has that baby, now she's not doing brain surgery. So she now has to sacrifice being a mom to be a surgeon or a surgeon to be a mom. So she now has to choose. If she stays in her career, she's going to be 50, no baby. She'll have a cat being eating soup for one. And she's going to say, damn, I missed out on my family and now I'm sad. Or she's going to have the, the baby and be, oh, I'm a mom. I'm so happy. And now she's going to be like, well, I missed my brain surgery degree. Oh, my God. Why did I do that for 12 years? So it's a direct conflict, masculine and feminine. And I guess men can decide too. Do you want to be the stay-at-home dad with the boob? Do you want to go on your, your feminine purpose? So badly. Right. He's, he's lying. And I'm maybe, not lying. Maybe. Yes, you are. Just just, just clear the air that you are making a facetious statement. Bro, you do not bro, want to be I a stay-at-home dad with a fake boob. I don't want to wear the fake boob. Actually, uh, yeah, I do. That's yeah, fucking well, dude, time. He's got, he's got the sorry. back brace. Put, you got the boob? I mean, wait. You, why, why do you not believe that? I Dog, if you see uh, me- Hold on, let me just make a quick statement. I wake up at 8 a.m. You're already out of the house for the day. You're at boxing. When I go to sleep uh, uh, at night at 2 a.m., oh, actually- you are coming home from an event. And in between those two things, you have worked every single second of the day. So you are going to have to make a case to- right now as to why you are going to be a good stay-at-home dad who does nothing but care you for know a child. What? I, I completely disregarded the stay-at-home part. I don't want to stay at home. Fuck that. I oh. want to be a dad. So, oh, so you do your masculine purpose of work. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, man, I love you. I love you, man. It's okay. But guys, but guys, this is a serious thing. So yeah, so she, let's go back to the lady. So she's a brain surgeon now. And she's either going to be a brain surgeon and not have a family and make money like a man and then want a family. Like, I'm a man. I'm top 1% man. I want a family. I want a kid. So every human wants that happiness. And when the women aren't having babies, who does? Nobody does. That's the end of a culture. That's a dying civilization. And every civilization, when they make the women into men, that's the end of the civilization. We start going extinct. In Canada right now, we have negative birth rates. So we're actually not able to replace Canadians. Are you guys Europe, paying too. people, Americans yet to come and pregnant Canadian women? No, bro. That's like some Iceland scam That's going on, on there. For, no, it's re, no, it's real. In there, Iceland? Yes. Really? I don't know if it's Iceland. I don't remember. Dude, Anybody I saw got the what? state, the country? Well, I saw it. I thought it was fake. It might be Japan. No, no, no. This is real. They don't hey, have enough. They don't like, have enough men. Paid to have babies or some shit. It's a real thing. Question while he searches this yeah. out. Who this is will be the, the question from either the feminists, the SGWs, yeah, or even yeah. just popular society right now. Who makes the decision 
of who makes the decision for, for, so the women say a woman wants to not have children and she wants to be a brain surgeon. She says, I'm not going to have kids when she's 18 or 17. She might decide. So you think that we are using short-term decision-making in a, in a, in our current bubble society to set women up for failure later in life. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and like, I, I have another book coming out. It's hard times four. So this is part of a series. This is number one. I got two, three, and four coming out before the winter. And number four is about women. And where all these paths end up is they're like, I'm accomplished. I'm a lawyer. I have money. I want a baby. Oh my God, I can't find a man because women are hypergamous. And that means they want to mate up. Hmm. So they want someone better than them when they're at the top of the ladder. They're unhappy because they can't find a better guy. So that's the problem. Then they either date down to some guy who's wearing the boob and nursing the baby. Then she doesn't respect him. She cheats on him. They get divorced. So it, it creates this trap. It's a trap for the poor lady. And I, you know, I, I want people to be happy in life. And unfortunately, I, I, that's not a really good happiness path. Does that? Okay. So I, I have I'm this hearing, figure, by the way. I'm hearing just, everything you're saying. Is, it, is that is that a viewpoint uh, about a, a a man's purpose, a, a man's purpose, and a woman's purpose? That's masculine and feminine. Masculine, and we masculine have masculine and feminine. and feminine inside of us. You but can you, be a reversal of that, but that's a weird niche thing. Do you, would you agree that it can sound sort of patronizing to women? Well, this is what I say to women. I'm like, hey, choose what you want. But guess what? 80% of women are feminine women. So if you try to take those 80% of women and you try to cram them into the masculine purpose, at some point, that's going to have a backlash. And for a lot of women, like... I've got women in my office. Like I got some guys in my office who make 30 grand a month in sales. That's how, a lot of money. How, how many w- women do you have in your office? Right now, I think we got, we got two, two to three women at any and time. how many men? We've got six to eight around there. We got 13 employees. Do you, do you have a girlfriend? Not right now. Why not? I'm a, I'm a reformed womanizer. We can talk about that. Oh, some shit. More. Oh, I know, shit. bro. Bro, we need more time. Can you write that down? Yeah, reformed womanizer. Yeah. All right, dude. We can talk about that. What kind of girls are these girls, by Which the way? Which ones? The ones that work in your office. Are they, are they. So these are like. Like, do they have brothers? Burly, like. No, dude. They're, re- they're regular feminine women. So they have like a dog. They're like, I have to go home at five <laughs> o'clock. I have my little dog. I have to feed my dog. I have to walk my dog. I'm going on a date on Friday. I can't stay on Friday. I have a life. I'm going to the lake. I want to. You know, they. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. They want to live a normal life, right? As a woman. And they're not saying like, so I say to these women, they're like, I want more money. Well, first of all, I pay them more than they're worth in the market. That's a good strategy. Pay people more than they're worth. They'll never leave. So I'm paying them more. And then they say, I want to raise. I'm like, well, there's three ways to get a raise. One is going to sales. It's the highest paid job and the most unsatisfying job for women. <laughs> women hate sales. Right, right. They, they love the number one most satisfying job for women is a homemaker, actually. Like so, decor and... Or do you, oh, sorry, a birthing a so child. Like being a mom. Have, yes. That's right, the most right, right. satisfying. And then the least satisfying sales. So I offer them, I'm like, do you girls, you girls want to go into sales? And they're like, no, I don't want to stay here at night. I don't want to do it. I'm like, but some of the guys are making 30 grand a month. You make 35,000 a year. Right. You can pr- produce more. And they just go, no, I don't want it. So then the second option is go to school, get better skills. 
They don't want to do that. And the third option is marry a rich guy. So those are your three options for anybody to get ahead. Now, we're men. We can't marry a rich guy. Rich guys don't want us unless you want to switch teams. We actually have rich women that <clears throat> him more more so. I've had a couple, mm. but he's got a, a rich women that's that are um, sometimes like uh, from other countries and stuff. And they say, um, I made $275 million last month. Uh, let me suck your dick. And and this wow. happens, bro. So and do you so, like, take technically, it? Is that how you bought this house? <laughs> I wish he bro. turns it down politely because he's a very good man. But yeah. I mean, technically, there are some sugar mommies out there. Yo, yeah. I wish there I, are. I don't want to get roasted for this. I I really do wish I had more perspective on this. I think this is one thing where my age and me just being a dude with a wiener is like I I. I feel like I'm I'm incapable of asking the right questions. No, you're you, not. No, you're not. No, and dude, dude, just no, pull, you're not. pull off the you, gloves. You, Let's you're go. good. You're good. You got this. We. Bye, just, bye. I, I want to say this really quick too, because I because I know you have this. Let's just take it slowly. I, I pulled up the figures on child benefit uh, compensation for having yeah. children. Luxembourg is paying. Uh, this is as of 2012, 8750 just to have a kid. 5,700 from Belgium. So there are places that are actually paying people to keep the population going. Yeah, Hungary's doing that now. They switched all their their policies to pro-family and abortions went down and divorces went down. Here's a question I have. I think that a lot of the stuff you say... Tread lightly. Ter- I told territory you if I've ever you. fucking Bro, heard. Just go. And by the way, just I will. Go. I will. Just go. I think one of the issues you will face is that you are... Um, you are bundling women together because I'll tell you this. All right. So f- coming from the brand side and someone who's worked on the brand side of marketing for years and years and mm-hmm, years, mm-hmm. managing agencies, branding agencies, advertising agencies, the majority of uh, PR agencies, especially yep. the majority of, of employees at these agencies are women. Yep. And I will tell you that if you're an agency girl and you're watching this, you know what I'm talking about. When I call them at three in the morning, they are ready to fucking roll. So they're they, in a masculine purpose. Yes. And so. Does that work out for them in the 50 year lifespan or do they not even know? And that's like, like I'm thinking in a hundred years here, hundred year life, they, not a, not a five year span. Some of my favorite ones like, dude, have I, left the agency oh, to have children. Oh, dude. And you know what? I got, <laughs> and like I three, get so angry because I need them. Dude, I got the editor for this book, Beth Brown, lover, shout out. Great lady. She's an attorney. She's a female. She edited this. I wanted a female to edit it. I can't. I'm trying to hire her for Hard Times 4. She won't do it. She said, I'm a mom. I got a job. I want to be with my kids. So I lost Beth Brown. I have another lady who makes courses for me. Christine, I love her. She's now a mom. She won't be hired. She's out of the market. My lady I co-founded my coaching business with, she doesn't want to come back. She wants to be a mom. So like the women, you train them up. They're great. And then at some point, they have to choose. Masculine purpose of work, feminine purpose of family. And if they can afford to, they'll go to the family if they can. Balance. Does it exist? Can there be a woman who has a child, by the way, coming from uh, Fairfield County, Connecticut, you may not know what that means, but in Connecticut, both the parents work and they simply pay someone to raise the children. Well, is that better for the baby? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so answer your own question. Money raising your children sucks and good point, but at least it gives the 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 woman a choice to have both a career and a child. Unfortunately, it doesn't- Is that better for her and is it better for the kid? She's probably shittier at the career. The man's shittier at his career. They both pay taxes. They don't get any income splitting. The kids don't see their parents. Tell me how that's better. All right, all right. Let's zoom out for a second. Yeah. Macro. Okay, so let's- let's Macro, yeah, macro, bro. Macro, right? Here we you, go. You're, you're bringing all this to light. Why? 
Why? Okay, Why? so the book is actually about men. For some reason, we go out in the ditch with women. I love women, but we're here to talk about hard times that, create strong men. It's actually the opposite of normal for us because we stay in the dick sand. And so the fact that we just talked about women for that long is quite surprising. Yeah, refreshing. So, so here's the thing. The book's called Hard Times Create Strong Men. Your original question, why not strong women or strong people? That's what some people say. Why not strong women or strong people? The culture is born with the men. This guy on the front, he's a warrior. Spartan. Spartan. There's a Spartan helmet. So cultures are born with the men. So if you look at rap gangster culture, the men started the rap gangster culture. Cultures start with violence. They start with war. They start with men. And then out of the culture, the women join the culture. So when the men get at the beginning of the culture, it's hard times create strong men, war, fighting, drug dealing, all the hardcore shit. Like you look at rap, it's like that. Now it's now they're in like a weak times part of the rap cycle. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. This is where the women take over. And then weak men create hard times. It goes back down. So the women take over the back half of that cycle. The men are running the front half of that cycle. And then it goes back down to hard times, which is war. And the men have to start the culture again. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. You're saying the, the women take over at the peak. And, so then, and, when then, it, and then you're saying it declines. It declines because the values that started the culture get thrown away for it, different values. I, I love the rap example because obviously you get from, from the right. two, early 2000s, hip hop scene is my zeitgeist or whatever you want, whatever word you want to use to describe it. So I'll try to use that word when possible. Um, And yes, we're at a, we're at a fucking low in the rap. Bro, we're at the, we're at at the end. So that 80 year cycle, it's 20 years, 20 years, 20 years. We're at the end of the 80 year cycle and we're ready for like another world war two right now. So like we, how old are you guys? 24. You're 24. I'm 33. You're 34. I'm actually older than you. Dude. So like we grew up at the same time. We're at the end of that cycle. You know, this is like where men are the weakest right now. And the culture is failing. The babies aren't being born. Families aren't formed. People are getting divorced. Our culture's in decline. We're importing people because we can't make our own people. We're losing our values. We're losing what made this place this place. And what happens is this is where we go into a hard time. And now we have to reset the values. And that's what happened in World War II. Every 80 years that happens in history. And I got the, the charts and graphs in here to show that. I'm not so convinced. I'm not so convinced it's a bad thing. It's nature. It's nature, man. It's not good or bad. It just happens. Hmm. Are you a Fight Club fan? Bro, Fight Club's all in this book. <clears throat> One of the of- quotes, I watched it last night. Yeah. I watched Fight Club last night for the first time in a couple of years, ironically. <clears throat> We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television, believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. And we're slowly learning that fact, and we're very, very pissed off. That quote's in the book right here, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. Damn. Like, I mean, I mean, we in a way, we are. That and by the way, here, here's here's a question for you on the on the SJW front. Yeah. <clears throat> Do we have time to examine all the little minuscule hiccups of this society, such as I'm not going to name one because I'm scared for my fucking life to name one. Sorry, dude, dude, but you can name one. Like, gonna... like some of the shit Ben Shapiro talks okay, about. Okay, so look, dude, dude. Be, let me finish the thought yeah. kind of because we don't have macro issues to deal with. There is no great war. There is no great depression. We all have food that's supplied by us or the government. We all have security. Su- so, so now we have started to focus on these micro issues that aren't maybe aren't even issues at all because we have the luxury of doing so. Because times are good. 
Times are so good. We're so fat. We're so rich relative to the rest of the world. We're super rich. We have no real problems. So we create problems right here in the book. This is page 237. I got a dude with a dick and tits. Okay, right here. Probably see this walking around in LA somewhere. And then we got, if you turn the page, 63 genders that are now normal. So we got 63 genders. So times are so good. We aren't thinking about survival anymore. We're now subdividing genders into 63 genders. And the second one here is a masculine heterosexual man. I assume you guys are. That's number two on the list. A masculine homosexual man is number one. And then where's our regular woman? A regular feminine heterosexual woman. She's number 13. So women, if you don't like being number two, how do you like being number 13? You're 13 on that list. A regular man's number this, two. This, sorry, this is a list of current standing and power. Current, current genders. Now, this is how many genders there are now. What, but why are they ranked? It's just an order of a list. Somebody decided oh, that oh, okay. that's. So there's 63 genders now. And so a young guy where he would you know, have to build a house and have a wife and go to war and raise a baby. Now he's got to decide 63 genders. Which one do you want to be? So you have to ask yourself, what's the meaning in that? And I think what this discussion really comes down to is what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of being a man? What's the meaning of being a woman? Because if you're a woman or if you're a man, you know, men, when we work and we do all our work, we're happy. You know, doing this, I flew down 12 hours to see you guys. This is work. I'm happy doing work. And what makes, what makes a woman happy? What makes a society happy? Because I don't think subdividing this into 63 or an infinite number of genders is going to make us happy. So are you saying cut it off? Cut like cut off the fact that you can identify as a toaster? So that's, this is something we talk about <laughs> right. a lot. And and so here so my 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 thought on it and and fuck. Well, first of all, is the guy confused? Like if you think you're a toaster, are you just confused? Like dude, when I was 4, I wanted to wear a girl's bathing suit cuz I was at the lake with my mom, my aunt and my Girl cousin, everyone had the girl bathing suit. And you were four. And I was four and I had to wear the boy bathing suit. And I didn't like that because I wanted to match the people around me. Well, if they took me to some gender therapy and started drugging me and hormoning me, I'd be a super fucked up guy right now. I'm already a fucked up guy, but I'd be super fucked. I don't think you would. What do you, you don't think I take hormone therapy? No, I, I don't think a four-year-old <laughs> would have developed into something that he's genetically not. Well, that, that's what's happening now. They're drugging yeah, the kids. That, that they're is actually, true. They're cutting off their penises. They're drugging them. Like, oh, dude, this wait, is what? yes, dude. And then, and then Yo, the guy grows up, and he's penis like, penis is getting cut off as a four year old. There's the parents are making yep. decisions that my my child is exhibiting signs that they have bec- that they are the wrong. Yeah, they say birth my, gender. No, no problem. But when you cut off their penis, when when he when decides you, yeah. they're gonna do that, well, dude, that, and see, look at your face. You're like, well, bro, this is. Well, you can't just cut off a four year old's. It's happening. They are doing it. Oh, you no, it's not. No. Is that happening? Yeah, dude, that's what happening. The, let's let's hold on. Let's let's make sure we get this. No, right. and, and there's if, guys. If they're not cutting off penises at a young age, they I, I've seen stories of them of people starting to administer hormones yeah, to estrogen, reverse to give them breasts correct. and all sorts of stuff. It's and super so the fun, question man. is, the question is, at what age? Does someone become old enough to say, I am not what I was born. I am what I am mentally. Well, and the other, no, the other question is, do you have a mental dis- disease? Is that called gender dysphoria, which they used to like medicate people for and be like, Hey dude, you're mentally messed up. So like, this is guys, this is where we're at. Like we're talking yeah, about like, the most messed up stuff. Yeah. But like. ADHD could be considered a mental disease. I don't think ADHD is a disease, dude. I think it's a, me either, dude. It's a survival. It's a survival mechanism. No, I, I agree, but like, yeah. so it's, it's not a, a disorder. I don't think depression's a disease or anxiety either. Do I think believe, those are. Do you think those exist? Yeah, they're survival mechanisms, though. 
Anxiety is you're afraid about the future okay. and depression is you're living in the past. But those are survival mechanisms for you to survive in your environment. But that have just wrong. gone too well, That's because your environment's fucked up. Like, like in this book, I talk about, uh, there's, a, there's a guy who wrote The Human Zoo. His name's Desmond Morris. And his, his thesis is he says, look, in a normal habitat, like the na- in nature, animals do not self-mutilate. They don't hom- form homosexual pair bonds. They don't get ulcers. They don't go crazy. And he said, when you start cramming animals into small environments in zoos, they masturbate, they cut themselves, they form homosexual pair bonds. And all those fucked up things in society are from density. So when you go to high dense areas, all this screwed up stuff happens. And when you put the guy in the forest where he's supposed to be in a normal density place, he's okay. You're saying animals aren't homosexual in nature? In density. So if the density- Yeah, you're saying they aren't naturally. I'm saying if the density in nature, if you cram a whole bunch of lions in like a small yeah. place, they'll do all sorts of weird stuff. They'll start to exist. But so, if, you, okay, if yeah. you let them spread out in their normal space, they won't. I don't believe that. Desmond Morris, he's a zoologist. He's in the no, you can't say there's that. There's no way that's no, true. No, he's probably studied it and you're just making a statement. I'm not saying you're there wrong. I'm not, no I'm not saying you're wrong, but let's not say fuck well, he's someone a, he's whose a, life works. That's all I'm getting That's his at. job, yeah. I want to touch on this really quick. Sex change treatment for kids on the rise. A small but growing number of teens and even younger children who think they were born the wrong sex are getting support from parents and doctors who give them sex-changing treatments. Um, an eight-year-old second grader in Los Angeles is a typical patient. Born a girl, the child announces at 18 months, I'm a boy, and has stuck with this belief. The family is shocked, but now refers to the child as a boy and is watching for first signs of puberty to begin treatment. Pediatricians need to know these kids exist and deserve treatment. 18 months, a year and a half, deciding that I'm the wrong gender and then the parents and doctors saying well he's got a point let's switch him over no make passing no judgment here maybe i will in the future on this show i'm not but that is the current state of things it's a thing yeah no species has been found in which homosexual behavior has not been shown to exist yeah but that doesn't about density though yeah that doesn't say in what setting seems uh desmond morris the human zoo great book check it out because it talks about it talks about humanity and all the messed up stuff we do and animals and like we talk about human nature all the time like humans are you a homophobe no bro no 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 elaborate dude you can dude you can suck whoever's dick you want yeah but you're you can do whatever you want. First off, you're goddamn fucking right. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Second off, yeah. second off. But when you like, you're referring to homosexual acts as messed up stuff. Well, look, at, look, dude. Okay, look. If here's the thing, you can do whatever you want, and you will do whatever you want. That's what life is. We make our own choices. We get to choose what we want. I'm talking to the guy who's on the edge. The guy who's like, oh, I'm here. I could maybe be gay, maybe be straight. That's the guy I'm talking to. The guy who's on the edge, and he's thinking about going either way. I'm like, hey, bro. You know, just, just, just think about that a little longer. Just. Come over, like, come on, man, you can make it. That sounds like something a homophobe would say. <laughs> well, um, no, no, no. Am but I it, wrong here? It's see, it not a. I don't know if it's a like homophobe, you're, you're, but someone saying, bro, who's bro, or someone who's edge, um, someone who doesn't believe does, someone who doesn't believe in the right to make that decision. Like, well, no, he I don't think he's scared of people who have who have become gay, but I think that he is looking for ways to not. Well, I'm saying, like, look, dude, he's probably gonna have. He's probably gonna have a better life with a wife and kids and a normal life. And he'll be like, oh man, how that's can cool. you say that? How, how is that even remotely true? You know what? There's a, there's a great book you can read on that called Androphile by Jack Donovan and Jack Donovan. I don't know how long I, I can like, you're uh, citing these books I, that you, you know, I'm not going to read. Well, and well, I, like well, I said well, earlier, bro, I don't know enough about the topic it, to, 
to be able to contest you on all things. That's why we're talking. But Jack Donovan, who wrote Androphile, he's a gay man who likes to have sex with men, but he's also masculine, likes to shoot guns and fight with swords, and he rejects the whole gay culture. Does he Does he have a, a, what like do you a mean? show wife? Too? You, no, no, like, no. So what do you, like, you mean he rejects the gay culture? So this, And this is what's interesting. So he's a masculine man who likes to have sex with men. There's a lot of those. And he likes to, like, he dresses like a biker. He's got tattoos. Jack Donovan has been on my show. There's a ton of those. Super awesome guy. Big source for this book on what a man is and masculinity. Now, he rejects the gay culture. Like, he, re- he rejects the, the liberalism or the leftism of the gay culture. He, re- he rejects putting on glitter and having rainbows and singing to share and crossing and drag. Why? 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 Does, why? Well, he just says it's not him. He's like, dude, you know He what? just doesn't like he it just, for himself. Well, he says that it's a trap. So when you go in there, it's a trap for him. And he says- that culture expects you to plug in and accept everything about them, all the belief systems. Mm. So like you can't be, let's say, a right wing conservative and gay. They don't but like they, that. But they exist. I think I think they my do exist. I yes. think my question to you is at what point um does it become a situation where like it is for me to a certain extent, if it doesn't affect my life directly, fuck whoever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Dude, more, 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 more power yeah. to you. The one, the one place I will, and I don't know if we're wrapping up, we got, we got to uh, move on from the producer, but I think this conversation is extremely no, yeah, valuable. No, no, let's do it. I, 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 the one, the one uh, question I have, or the one place I, 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 I think is where does the slope lead? I'm not as worried about where we are right now. I'm worried about where it continues to go. And so we talk about identifying as toaster ovens and people will laugh in 2019, okay. but I'm not so sure that in 2025, we are not putting out legislation where people can identify as beanbag well, chairs, I'll movie tell, screens. You know what's next? I'll whatever. tell you what's next, dude. There's, there's a group called NAMBLA, the National American Boy Love Association or something like that. And they're trying to bring pedophilia into the LGBTQ elemental Insane. Well, see, and, I've, and dude, I've heard, I've and, heard it. I've and you're heard like, it. Yep, and, and so, dude, dude, but look, you're like, no, you're like, no on that. But I'm going to be the devil's advocate here and say, why not? They're doing men, they're doing women, they're doing whatever. Why not just bring the line a little bit further? And there, and by the way, he's saying it That's, facetiously as well, as a testing well, point. I'm but saying, there would be people in the community. They're organized as NAMBLA. hundred percent. Yeah, I've got I've got an email from one of these people. Before. And, yeah, and, they and by, to come on the show. And by the way, really quickly. I, Right. Just, so yeah, so how, how is that right? And that's wrong. And, and what it comes I, down to is it's survival behavior versus anti-survival. I think, I think it comes with pedophiles harm people. You can, you can, you, that's you, mega harm. Yeah. You severely fuck up a child for the rest yeah, of his life. Absolutely, I'm not sure dude. the rest of the LGBTQ, as long as there's like consent and whatnot are harming people. Well, that, let, let me beg the question then. So you got two men here and two women. These two men decide to be gay. They're out, they're out of the pool. What do you do with these two women who want husbands? They can't find husbands now. Why are there four people in your analogy? Well, I'm just, I'm just using an easy <laughs> four-person analogy. Why? Let's make 100% of the men gay. What happens now? Can't, that, that's impossible. Uh, is can it? I, can no, I, no, 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 no. no. I'm not saying impossible. it's possible. 100% is impossible. But, Dude, I don't, but I don't know if you're I, to happen. I, 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 I'm going to stay in the middle as much as possible here, and I will say that's impossible. But what I will say is, and I don't have this stat... But there, I would assume that the percentage of gay and lesbian people in this country, in America especially, is mm-hmm. on the drastic rise. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and sure. so 
technically we could. And by the way, I've heard this comment from women in LA. Yep. I've heard this comment from people. I can't find a good man. No, 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 no. I can't find a straight man. Oh, I'm not a hundred percent. How many times have we heard the statement? Every time I meet a cute, respectable, work centric, providing man, he's gay. Even if it's jokingly and there are a bunch of good people out there, it's at least a joke right now. Pete, girls are saying no, it. every dude, time I meet real. a guy that I like, he turns out to be gay. Dude, it's, it's, it's in real. movies, it's in popular culture. That that thoughtology exists. That's definitely not a word. But is there a way where over the next 10, 20, 50 years it continues to go so far that we end up in two simultaneous homogen homogeneous genius pools? And we're unable to continue reproducing. Dude, we're there. Like in Canada, where I live, we have 1.2 babies for two people. That means every generation we're, we're losing people. So we're actually already at the point where we can't do it. Europe is there. Canada's there. U.S. isn't yet, but it's going to go. So what happens is guys like us, you know, the guys who are the top guys, we're not having babies. We're not having as many babies. So there's nobody to replace those people. So what we do is we import people from wherever. And then that's fine. But what happens is the values of the country aren't the same values. Now it's some other values. And those the values that made our country good are the ones that we came up with that built all this prosperity. Dude, you're in like a space age place. Smart values Ooh. built this. Some other values from somewhere else, you don't know what those are. They don't have this. So if you take the values that built it and throw them away. It's sort, like a- sort of. I, 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 I want to uh, question your hypothesis because yeah. the values that made this country good. Yeah. There's a lot of good things about this country, but there's also a lot of fucked up shit in this country. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And maybe if there were other, but there was what, a different dude, input from what a different other, gender. But what other country can you go to out of all the Finland? countries? Well, Finland's got like 6 million people. My dad's from Finland. Is and, he dope? And no, he's actually pretty fucked up. But <laughs> dude- like, And you'd also get tax fucked into the Well, you get taxed like 60% or whatever it is. No, it's high, I think it's higher. Than and and people, like people in Finland- I'm just saying, I think there's- I think there's better ways to do this shit, especially right now. Like precarious times here in America. Oh, it's super tough, man. Like like it it could be a civil war at some point. That's how bad it's Yeah, But, but I think his question, and I do want to make one, another point too, that I keep forgetting to make. I really do wish, and, and let's do it on a show in the next literally two weeks, audience hold us to it, where we bring on an opposing viewpoint. I do not want to end up in a position here where we're bringing on guests with, a rat, I'll call it up slightly at least radical viewpoint and then not giving the opposing side. I wish we had one here today. I really do too. And Spencer, by the way, yeah, you I love you, Spencer, the but the man bun he, he would have been it. He would have been it, dude. He would have been it because he's like kind of middle. I, 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 And I am too, but I do want to give, I do want to make sure that we bring on a, a, an opposing viewpoint for this. I'm kind of sad this. that we didn't talk about men today. We talked about gay people and women. We didn't even get to what men. Do, what do you want to talk yeah. about? I, well, because I, I actually don't want to wrap up. Well, I don't think we should wrap what? up. What? What, you want to make money? Well, yeah, you, we, we, Dude, I do we, are, we are talking this, about this shit is right more now. Interesting uh, to me. This, this is the kind of thing that makes Rogan episodes go, Shapiro episodes yeah. go. This is conversation. Okay, that, so you say you want to talk yeah. about men. Well, dude, I mean, like, let's just, let me just be macro for a minute. Okay. We just spent however much time talking not about men and men have the problems. So like, that's a big. What do you mean men have the problems? I, I'm, I, my, my thesis is men are weak today. Okay, so okay. the men are weak. That's okay. where we started. And then we went way in the weeds with, Feminism, social justice wars, yep. women and yep. gay people and transgenders. And so I don't know if you guys noticed, we didn't talk about what a man is or why we need men or what we did with toxic masculinity a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. We talked about the absence of men, but we didn't talk about what good things men do. 
And that's where I think this whole discussion actually needs to go more is, hey, guys, we got to bring the men back because the society does need men and strong men and men who can lead, men who can have families, men who can have babies, men who can actually do things because we don't have those anymore. They're not being built. We're not building the men anymore. That that I don't have a disagree. I look I look at I just I go back levels. I look at my father and then right. I look to my grandfather. Okay. So first my grandfather, okay. He he grew up working in factories, 18 hour days. When the draft came up, he fought in Iwo Jima and Okinawa. Yep. He watched his entire units blown to shit. He was the one of the only peace person off the island both times in both of those battles. He came home, birthed my, uh, then I look at my father, let's say, cause sorry, my grandfather was on my mother's side. And then right. we look at my father. He became a marketing manager. Yeah. He also worked very long hours to provide. Then I look at myself and I'm now I'm kind of like chilling, having conversations about social justice and like, yeah. I'm not going to take away from my work, work ethic at all. But I will say this, if you ask your dad, if, or I ask my dad, or we look at the people that came before us, the current status of men in this country. Yo, but why, it's pretty obvious okay. that from a work ethic, a a uh, supporting your family standpoint. Look at the amount of deadbeat. We have more deadbeat fucking dads than control, than ever before. People are people are doing what they want to do to support their lives. Oh, there's video games, porn, all these distractions. But and guys why why are y'all acting like this is such a bad thing? Think about people think, giving up on their kids and not working. No, hard to no, not that. I'm saying like when you're bring the men back. I'm, 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 I sort of fear your version of like a man is like the soldier that goes to war and kills people. Like the generations before us, no offense, boomers weren't that great. The they weren't, the they boomers, weren't that accepting. You're, you're dead for that statement. You're finished, bro. You're toast. The boomers. The, how? How the so? Gener, the, are, like the World War II people? No, no, no. The, the boomers. The one after. No. The boomers are after the World War II. I mean, didn't, didn't the boomers compute? Create I'm just, computers I'm just saying, and shit. I, your no, parents are boomers. My yeah, so they like created so, like the internet. They created your 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 cash flow. So it also <laughs> took them until 1970 to put wheels on suitcases. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> he always uses this. Well, hey, hey, well, I'm just saying, like I definitely think we're in a time now where technology, uh, acceptance, uh, progressivism is is so much better and growing exponentially faster than it was the generation before us. And especially the generation before them where the men took place mm -hmm. or where the men mm -hmm. were and they were going to war. Does that make sense? Like I'm saying, why is it such a bad thing? Why do we need to bring the men back? Like what's going to happen when, when, when we do that? So what happens if you don't bring them back is you have a collapse of civilization. You don't have enough people. You have Rome where the barbarians sack Rome, some stronger, more warlike Russia, Russia, yo, China yo, yo, you're talking about <laughs> yeah. archaic, barbaric times, yeah, but that's still happening. Yeah. No, no, it, these analogies it, are it, outdated. No, no, easy, it, it we can easily happened. find ourselves back in a okay. war state with a country that has stronger and more ready it, armies. Here's what of, it is: it's yeah, strong, not, not, no, <laughs> of strong, it's, well, it's, go, empires no, and bar, it's empires and barbarians. So, right now, Canada, US, Europe is the empire, okay? We are Rome, like yeah, when you yeah. watch Hunger Games. And you're cheering for the people in District 12 who are shoveling coal. We're the capital, boys. Like LA is the capital where they're eating and they're puking, and it's and oh, 100 percent. Know, like we are the empire. Yeah, easy. We watch Star Wars. We're cheering for the rebels, but we're the empire. Porn stars feeding grapes to be. Yeah, of yeah, course. yeah. Yes, that's, yes. that's what we are. And we cheer for the rebels. Now, who are the rebels? The rebels would be your Afghanistan, your Iraq, your Africa. Everywhere that's not here is the rebels. 
And so when you look at places like China right now, what they're doing is they're exporting 300 million people to Africa to colonize Africa. They're building a highway through Asia to own all of Asia. And so, you know, you watch the news and they'll talk about China, China, China. Well, guess what, guys? China is, <laughs> we're going to be speaking Chinese in like 20 years. And we're all just, and we're just here spending most of our money on porno. Well, we're talking about porno. <laughs> and we're like, well, why is this okay? We're like, well, this is okay. I'm okay. Like, I'm going to take some gender hormones. It's like, well, guess what? You're going to be surrounded pretty soon. The U.S. currency, for example, I don't know if you guys want to talk about currency. The U.S. currency, we export fake dollars for real goods. And if the world decides at some point they don't want to take fake money for real oil or real goods, the game stops for America in one second. So all you need is China, Russia, Iran, a couple countries. What do you mean, what do you mean, what do you mean fake money? Our money is fake. It's, it's not backed, it's backed by, by, nothing. by nothing. So and we that's print, why we're trillions of we dollars in debt. Yeah, we print fake money and we give it to people for real stuff. We give it to China, Russia, whoever. Like, give us your real oil, please. So they give us real oil or they give us real stuff for fake money. Just educate me a little bit. Like what is uh, the, the yen backed by? That it's, makes it It's real. all fake. No, it's all fake. The whole system's fake. So then how does anything but, that but you the, just said make any sense but the US, it's all fake? The US is the world reserve currency. So to trade oil, you must trade it in US dollars. So no matter where you go in the world, you have to trade US dollars for oil, US dollars for oil. And where they blew up uh, Iraq in 2003 was because Saddam changed to euros. So he switched to euros for oil. And America said, well, we got to blow him up. Because we don't want to trade oil in euros. We want to trade oil in U.S., Syria, Libya. All these countries are trying to get off the U.S. dollar. And if they do get off the U.S. dollar and enough get off the U.S. dollar, the U.S. dollar is worth nothing. And then we can't import anything. And the U.S. doesn't make anything. We have no factories. So we have no factories. We don't make anything. Yeah. We export fake shit for real money. we got half the world's military, which is cool. But guess what? If the world decides they don't want the fake money, the U.S. is fucked in like two days. You're but so is everyone based on the rationale that everyone's- No, but other is. countries trade real goods for real goods. The U.S. trades fake Barter. for real stuff. Okay. We don't really have a ton have no, of exports. There's nothing- we, yeah, it's, to, it's, to your point, to your point about- And that's where the barbarians come in. You're like, oh, it'll never happen. In three days, guys, if people don't have food, like if oil went to like some stupid price and the, yeah. and the trucks couldn't bring food, in three days, you have cannibalism in the streets. Oh, no, hey, hey, that's, hey, that's a three see, day the thing, thing. is, I, and I'm, I'm, I, I think hey, you, hey, you hey, have maybe you're right. You, it's just so hard for me to picture my neighbor, Susie eating, eating Mike you. or me. Well, you <laughs> would probably eat her. You guys yeah, are bigger than sure. her. I couldn't, I couldn't. It goes back to the quote. Not till day three, bro. That's the hunger games. <laughs> like we watched the hunger You've games. You've done an 18 day water fest. I did a fast? 40 day, bro. Yeah, bro. So like you could last 40 days. I, I probably could too. Yeah. Dude, I found God on 40 days. That's another show. Hold up. Are you religious? I became after a 40 day water fast. You're religious and almost dying. Yeah, bro. Seriously. When you do, I'm sorry. This is, I wanted to ask him about this yeah. too. Cause I yeah, found yeah, an yeah. interesting uh, picture in here, but what were you going to say, Mike? Uh, no, no, that's a great uh, direction. I, all I was going to say was, I think once again, he and I have ended up in this situation where, uh, there is no great war back to the quote. And so we're Fight sitting club, here with yeah. the grapes and the YouTube and all this and, shit. And Riley Reed, and, the porn and star. Fantastic. Trying to figure out, you know, why one person's a toaster. And then, and like, then before you know it, the people that are fighting great wars, they come in. It's, I mean, listen, it's all I'm getting at is I'm not saying that we shouldn't be working every day. And by the way, a, a, a fucked up part of all of this is I actually identify as a middle of the rotor conservative or slightly left. Right. And so the conversation, and I, I can, I know, I don't even have to fucking ask you. you you're a conservative. I'm a libertarian, bro. Really? Which Gary is, Johnson. Libertarian means there's no government like no government. I just want freedom, dude. Whatever freedom is. Now, right now, 
in the States, you guys have two parties and the two parties are just, well, they kind of have the same stuff, but they pretend they're different. And I'm, I'm the guy, I'm no government, like no government. I just want to be free, dude. Just Alex, Alex Jones is a libertarian. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. With, same with the gun. Well, well, you had uh you had the Wolf of Wall Street and he's libertarian yeah. too. I'm a businessman, dude. I just want to do business. I want good guys to hire. I don't want some screwed up weak guys. You know, I want people having families. Will that ever, does that system work or is that the easy pass to anarchy? No, let's let's be no government. Well, that's called an anarcho libertarian. And no, anarchy is pretty crazy. But, you know, (laughs) dude, I believe that, like, for example, whenever you give something to the government, they fuck it up. Like, you know, like in Canada, we got health care where the government pays for everything. But guess what? They. They take half your money and then like, dude, I had cancer last year. And they're like, oh, here's chemotherapy. I didn't take it because I'm like, fuck you, chemotherapy. The government wanted to spend 600 grand to kill me. And the stuff I wanted to do, the natural stuff that worked, and I beat cancer, that wasn't on the menu. What, what'd you do? Just curious. 40-day water fast. You're speaking that, Andre's language That got now. rid of your cancer? That, that, that'll kill cancer, bro. I don't have that cancer anymore. So I went to a 40-day water fast. I went to Mexico. I got a bunch of banned drugs that are banned in Canada and the U.S. because they work. So I got stuff that's banned. My government wouldn't pay for it. They'd spend 600 grand to kill me, but they wouldn't spend, you know, 10 grand to save me. So, dude- the government is not your friend. They're not here to save you. They're not here to help you. They want to take the guns away because if the, if the food trucks stop working and 300 million people have guns, the government's not in power anymore. So they are not on your, they're not on your team. The schools aren't good for you. The money's no good. The education's no good. The food's no good. None of this works. It's all there to keep you weak. And so they can rule over you. They don't want strong men because that's how opposing do you, gangs do, work. Do you... Did you hear what he just said right there? I know you did, but do you have a thought on that particular statement he just said? Which one? Which part? That, Which that, part? that, that right now we... I, you, I, you I, very, I gen, okay. generally yep. agree that the government is not your friend. I, I, I again... Zero percent. Generally agree with that. Zero percent, dude. Okay, but you, you mentioned the guns. The government wants to take our guns away because yeah. when 300 million people don't have guns and there's no food trucks... They're they're not in control anymore. So they will be dead in two seconds. So so okay. I just I, I want to pick your brain for a second. Is there a solve to so kids can go to school without fearing of being shot? So the real I think the real culprits on the school shootings is everybody's on fucking drugs now. So everybody's on medication. Everybody's drugged. Psycho psycho drugs in their brains. All these shooters are on drugs. Everybody's on drugs. The ADD kids are on drugs. The ADHD kids are on drugs. Teachers on antidepressants. Everybody's on fucking drugs. So the problem, not me, no, not, dude, me. not me. And I, no, no, no. Why it matters? Mike just cleaned I, up. I just got off, so I was oh. on a Fexer seventy-five milligrams for fucking five years. Fuck that shit. And I just leaned down to thirty-seven-five, and then just got rid of it completely. And what was so, that for? Uh, I also had a severe bout with trauma and drug addiction earlier in my life, and so yeah. it, it manifested into depression and anxiety. And now I found ways to holistically battle those issues and get myself in a Bro, better place. And good so, for you, man. but yeah, but to your point, everyone is on, everybody's fucking on drugs. fucking yes, drugs. Yes. So these guys who are shooting people, like they're all medicated to oblivion. They're all super fucked. They're all on drugs. And then we also have a very violent culture. Like when hurricane Katrina happened, people were shooting each other in the streets. Whereas in Japan, they had a hurricane and everybody was cool. Cause their culture was just less violent. They were just like, Hey, we're not why, violent. Why are we so violent? Americans, you're talking about the yeah. American culture is yeah. a violent. Why? Culture. Why is it video games, dude? I, I can't. I can't <laughs> answer that. I don't know why it's so violent, but it's just. I, I would say probably a big piece is the drugs. Like when you look around the world at stuff, you're like, why? 
is it like this in America? Like America has so many school shootings. Why? And part of that is the drugs. Part of that, you know, there are available guns. But Canada, dude, I'm from Canada. We got just as many guns as you guys. We got hunting guns and shotguns. We don't have the AR-15 or whatever. Right. But we got lots of guns in Canada. We don't have lots of violence. You know, if you look at the stats, everyone always goes to the stats and they say America has uh, 86% of the guns on the earth, but with only whatever the status, or maybe it's 50%, whatever the stat is, right? North of 50. And everyone looks at that stat. But to your point, if you also look at the stat of the amount of drugs America takes in comparison to the rest of the world, now you've got to look at both stats. Which one is it really? And, and, and so me being a proponent of this conversation about mental health, really fucking firing off. I think we are way behind on addressing your, to your point, how to holistically deal with the mental health issues that we, we have in this country. Well, dude, And that goes back to the genders. I think there's some mental health issues over there. No one's being like, Hey bro, you know, maybe that's mental health. Well, I think I'm a toaster now. Oh, you'd be a toaster baby. It's like, no, no, no. Like there's mental health there mm-hmm. probably most of the time. Right. And, and we've, we've just changed things. We just changed everything. We said, we're just going to do it like this. And we're just going to freestyle this whole thing. That's, and by the way, that's a feminine attribute to just freestyle. That's feminine, masculine's control and direct it. So we've got feminine with this improvisation and it's not working very well for us because there are groups out there, bigger, scarier groups who will come in with control and then we'll be under their control rather than our control. And we have the guns so the King of England doesn't come back. That was the idea. And the guns are there so the government doesn't fuck with you. Hitler took the guns. Pol Pot took the guns. Uh, Chairman Mao took the guns. Every dictator in history Ugh. who starts killing people takes the guns. And then he starts rounding people up and killing them. So- I've been so take the guns too. And and I have like, my thought, my thing has always been take the, the, the big fucking yeah. extendo clip ARs and shit. And, but even but they, on, need, they need to be to fight the military because yeah. the military's got like freaking predator drones coming at you. And you I need made, something. And to I fight made that. that statement. I made that statement, which was when they bring in the AC one thirty, it doesn't matter if we have the the um the AR-15. big ARs. But I've heard a, I've gotten a lot of feedback from military personnel on that statement, and they've said, "Listen, at the end of the day, AC one thirties, all those gunships will do stuff. But at the end of the day, the door kicking is going to happen. It has to happen. And so if you're not ready for the the boots." Then you're then that's when you lose. You dude, can survive all the other shit. Dude, I mean, look look at Afghanistan, man. Like the Russians couldn't take Afghanistan. The Americans had to leave Afghanistan. Yep. Everybody had to leave Afghanistan because when it comes down to the door kicking in the boots, those Afghans will fuck you up. They've yep. got the Kalashnikov, they've got car bombs, they got and everything. They're buried in fucking caves. And sand and everything. And they'll just they'll just kill you, man. They're, they'll fight the Pakistan, they'll fight Russia, they'll fight everybody. And it always comes down to hand-to-hand combat. And that's where you need, again, strong men. So if you have a bunch of weak men isolated who don't fight back or talk back, the government can do whatever it wants with you. And the answer is going to be not much. Like, dude, we're going to have social credit pretty soon where it's going to be like, I had a lady on my podcast. Her name's Laura Loomer, the most banned woman on social media. They took all her social accounts down. She had big accounts. They took them all down. They took her Chase Bank account. They took her Uber account, her Uber Eats, and she can't even use money. She lives on Bitcoin. What did she do? Because she did some things that the government didn't like. She was saying the opposite. She went. She did some stuff against Hillary and some stuff against Twitter. And she was going against some of the. She's like the female AJ, yeah. basically. Who's She's like, AJ? Al, Al, Alex sorry, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Oh, female, Alex Jones. Fe- yeah, yeah. Well, she was the female Alex Jones, and she came on my show, and we're talking about just you know social media, and they shut her down, man. And like you know, Trump did a summit at his uh, at the White House with a bunch of alternative media people. Because he's trying to keep the media, the alternative media, the social media open so we can actually have a discussion. Because what they're doing is they're taking people they don't like and they just shut them off. 
Yeah. You know, and if they just do, like if they just shut me off or shut you off or shut whoever off, that that kills you, dude. Like you're now silenced. Mm-hmm. And the next the next step is showing up your host with a gun. My, my like kind of wrap up on all of this is the the you not utopian, but the positive thinker here in me and and the realistic thinker believes that. These conversations are good, but that at the end of the day, the true solve is balance. The true solve is finding a way to come together and have a conversation about what everyone can stomach. Because here's the thing. There are people on the far left. They're fighting for what the far left wants. There are people on the far right fighting for what the far right wants. What we need right now is smart people to come together for fight to fight for what everyone can agree on. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. as a society in America, we have come to a point where we are saying, okay, like everybody is okay with you, you hooking up, having sex with a man, a man having sex with a man. We're okay with women having sex with women. We're still working on this identity crisis. Let's just, whenever I say, let's just take a little bit of time to dissect this and have a conversation around it. The people on the far left say, it's been too long. You're not suffering as a woman who identifies as a man. How long is too long on that? And so like, I see all the sides. The biggest point is that these are complex fucking issues. Mm -hmm. And so the easiest thing for me to do a lot of times, and unfortunately for LP to do, is kind of tread lightly. (laughs) Yeah, dude. The the, the balance answers everything, man. It really is about balance. And what's happened is it's gone too far in the opposite direction. Now, this book wouldn't even exist years ago, dude. Like, even when I wrote it in 2017, I was like, dude, I'm afraid of this. But I put it out. I get zero haters for it. 98% five-star reviews on Amazon. Sold out. Everyone's cool. I get haters. This interview is going. This interview is going to change that. You are going. You are going to see. You're going to go to ninety five percent off this. We'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> P, you know, here's the thing, man. People who read this book, ninety eight percent five star reviews. People who don't read it or they're just like, I'm, uh, I'm against yeah. you. Yeah, and those people don't fucking read anyway. So fuck them. <laughs> but if if they're actually going to read this book, and you know what, I'm going to say this to your audience. If it says right here on the front, if you buy this book and and find it, you don't like it, burn it. Send me the video. I'll send you your money back. Like, I wanted some burning books, bro. I'll throw this down. But I have feminists read this book. They get converted. I have far left people. They read this and they're like, damn, he's right. And I don't get any burned books. I've been doing this for a year and a bit. I don't have a single burned book yet. So maybe we're going to get a whole bunch of book burnings. I'm going to I'm I'm read this yeah, book. Um, okay. Can we get can we get a feminine a call to action on this on this opposing viewpoint as well? Is there someone that you guys want to see? That would be a uh, good counter uh, yes, for this. Yes. Dude, let's uh, do let, a us, let, let us know. And by the way, yeah, come come back yeah, for that'd that, be sick. dude. That'd be sick. Because like I said, I I, I just, I, I'm simply too ignorant to like completely fully either agree or contest you, which kind of sucks. But uh, you you did say a lot of things. Uh, politically dude, charged, the ideologically the let's charged. Let's do it back. Read yeah, yeah, I, I, I really want to. My problem is I can't read. You have pictures in here, <laughs> dude. Though. I got the audio book. You the want audio? audio? <laughs> I can't hear. So, here. yo, you have you have this you have this image here. Yeah, someone your homeboy's flicking off God. Yeah, I want to talk about this in the audio only, and I okay. want to talk about religion on the audio only, which we do. It's basically like this, but it's audio only on Spotify and iTunes. Um, so I'm going to wrap up the visual here. Thank you for coming on, Impulsive brother. Thanks, bro. Appreciate of course, you. of course, for real. Uh, yeah, where man. can they find you on social media? And uh, this book is where hardtimestrongmen.com that's hardtimestrongmen.com and then at Stefan Arnio S-T-E-F-A-N double A-R-N-I-O the double A's crucial Finland bro double A-R-N-I-O please if you watch this come to the audio only too I want to see you there or hear you 
talk to you. Yeah, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Spotify and iTunes right now. Audio only. Thank you guys for listening. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Peace. Okay, so you're religious because of the I, water dude, fast. Almost dying <laughs> a couple. Dude, I almost died three times in the last year. Uh-huh. How? Cancer's one. Cancer. Uh, dude, I've got like hard times two, three, four about that. Um, I was a womanizer. I had eight girlfriends at once. Whoa. And I got to the point where the one girl I loved turned out she had a boyfriend the whole time. It was never happening. Oh, no, and I looked shit. at, I looked in the mirror and I said, I want to die one week later. Boom. Cancer. I was at Ty Lopez's house here in LA for an event. And I went back to my hotel room. I, I took a laxative because I felt sick and I started vomiting shit up everywhere. Vomiting shit. My shit came out of my mouth. Ew. Like, like this went up like that. And so my colon stricture, what the fuck? my colon closed. And this is dude, this is crazy. If you say you want to die to yourself, your body will find a way to kill itself. So my colon vice, stricture, what vice versa. I want to live. live. Yes. Yes, absolutely. If you say you want to live, you're going to live. So my colon stricture, I started vomiting shit all over the Grafton hotel. <sighs> that's it. That's actually shout out to Grafton. Dope. Like I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, that is kind of dope. It, it, like it, it you saying dope. that makes, I'm well, not going to lie. That's fire. That's dude. what hard times two is about. So would you call that talking shit? I, dude, I was, I was, a, I was a walking shit bag, man. Walking yes! shit bag. Talk about talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Spewing shit. Fuck. So I was spewing shit everywhere. And I went, I went to the, uh, the LA airport. I start puking all over the airport. Like I'm the guy in the airport puking. Everyone's uh, like, Oh my God, who's that? Uh, no so one's you were in me. bad fucking shape, bro. Dude. Like I was pretty much dying. Like the, like we are, we're at the end. So I ended up checking into, uh, I got an ambulance. I checked into a hotel here and they took me to the, the hospital, Marina ICU. Del Rey. Yeah. yeah. To the ICU. My, my stomach is like this big. Cause like all this water went in me. It can't go anywhere. So they're like, you know, they did an, uh, a test. They're like, oh, you have colon cancer. And I'm like, oh my God. So like, well, we're going to cut your colon out right now. And I'm like, oh, six feet of organs right now. I'm like, oh, that's not super cool. So I'm like, no, thanks. So they end up bringing this guy down from uh, UCLA and he installs a stent in my colon, opens me up. I drain out six. I, I shit 16 times in an hour. Like it was just like, it was like shit parade. And so I made it out of that. That was, I almost died there. So if it wasn't for modern, modern medicine, I'd be dead. Uh, ended up having my colon taken out six feet of organs. I got like a big scar up me, 30 Whoa. staples, like medieval, man. They just cut you open. Yeah, like we're talking it. about getting religious. This is where we're getting religious. Uh, uh. So got a cult. My, my organs are cut out and they, they got a picture of it. It's dead. It's black. It's just dead black organ because it, oh, it Jesus, died. So it bled for 15 years and it died. And then, um, second time I almost died was oh second time so i i have my colon cut out i'm like okay that's cool my cancer doctor says to me last december your cancer I, they wanted chemotherapy on me so we're going to chemotherapy i said no fuck that you like you die it's 125 grand a year they spend on you and then you die after five yeah. years i'm like no fucking way i said no way so my cancer doctor does a checkup on me last december she, and she says cancer spread to one of your lymph nodes yep. And if you don't go on chemotherapy right now, you will be dead in two weeks. Two and, fucking yeah. weeks? And I said, I'm going to the jungle. I'm fasting. I had this trip booked. If I die in the jungle, I'll die in the jungle. So like I was playing poker with this lady. I'm like, hey, I'm all in. And she's like, I'm all in. So I'm like, okay, I go to the jungle, 40-day water fast. And I went down to Mexico and I got these banned drugs. How, how much weight did you lose? I was 220 before the jungle. I was 145 after. Oh. 
Yeah. So oh I, lost, my God. I lost a lot of weight. Oh my God. And so I, I ate, my body Ugh. ate the cancer. It ate it. So it just autophagy to just ate the cancer. And I injected this B17 banned medicine. You can only get it in, in uh, Mexico. So I went and smuggled this in. I'm a drug smuggler now too. So I, I'm, I'm injecting <laughs> myself. Yeah, there you go. I was say I'm that. injecting myself. I come back, clear scans. She's like, cancer's gone. So uh, second time I almost died. Second time I died was the, you're going to be dead in two weeks. Made it. And then on the way home, I ran through the Houston airport and I did a four day water fast. I look like a fucking crazy guy. Yeah. I have like a cloak on. Yeah. I got like a bath, <laughs> a black bathrobe and I'm skinny. I got a huge beard. Like I didn't have a beard before I got a fucking beard. And I run through the airport and I almost have like a heart attack because like my heart just can't take it. Whoa. I was in the jungle and I'm like, I'm at the, the gate for the plane. I'm like, doo, 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 doo. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I'm like, help me. And I, I lose all my electrolytes. So I'm getting on this plane and it's like the Wolf of Wall Street because I'm losing all my electrolytes. And I'm like, oh, and I get on the plane. I'm like, help me. And the gay flight attendant's like, you need some water. And he like pours me some water. Doesn't help me. And by the way, for those of you listening, he actually just poured water out on the floor. That was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, he pour, he's like, you need some water. And I'm like, I need help, help me. And the guy's like, he's like, go over there, go to your seat. And so I go to my seat and the whole plane's looking at me. These people are all just like, white middle-class people going to Florida, like probably Christian as fuck, just watching me doing nothing. I'm like, help, help. And I'm like wearing my Jesus robe. I got a Jesus beard. I got like a cross. I'm like, help. No one's <laughs> helping me. So I'm going down the aisle. I'm like crawling. I get to my seat and I get in there and I'm like starting to shiver because I have no electrolytes in my body. You're fucked. And I'm like, I'm like help, help. I can't get my thing up to the top of the, my suitcase up to the, the, the rack. And the, and the guy comes and he goes, sir, you're in the wrong seat. <laughs> so I go over to the other seat. Anyways, I get off the plane in Florida and I start fucking, I'm like tapped into like another realm because I can hear everyone's thoughts all of a sudden. What were they saying? So like when you just said, what are you saying? I would hear that before you say it. So I'm like tapped in now. I'm it's funny you say that because in airplane mode, Logan was actually able to hear a gay <laughs> flight attendant's thoughts. That's a, it's, it's strange. It's, dude. A, it's a movie of mine. Check it out God. on iTunes. Uh, there, there you go. I like that. So, Sorry, so dude, I'm, I'm like hearing people's thoughts now and I'm having like the secrets of the universe come to me. And I come out to the, the airport and there's like a, an old dude. I'm, like, I'm getting paranoid because I'm like, oh my God, can the government hear my thoughts? Like I'm, I'm actually crazy now. So I get off the plane and this old man's waiting for me. And he goes, hi, I've been waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, fuck, who's this guy? I'm like, who's this fucking guy? I've been waiting for you. God has big things in store for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, do these people know what I know? And like, I'm having these like conspiracy theories almost. And so I'm thinking that like there's people here to pick me up and whack me or something. Yeah. So I'm like shivering. I'm going through the airport and everyone's like coordinated like a Mary Poppins movie. Like, come over here. And they're singing and they're like kind of. Like Whoa. singing and dancing. Sounds, it sounds, sounds like a psychedelic. It sounds like a experience. scene from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Bro, it if is. If you've fear, seen this is. movie, right here, two dollars, sir. When you get to the, all I've got to do is pay the guy two dollars at the turn. Yeah, yeah. And the reptiles are there, yes, like, dude, yes, dude. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm like in a in a fucking bathrobe, right? So I'm in a bathrobe in the airport in Florida, and I'm walking, and everyone's like, over here, come over here, get your bag, and like I'm looking at the numbers, like ten, nine, eight, seven, six. It's like all these patterns. I'm like, oh my god. So I get out of the I get out of the the airport terminal. I go to buy a ticket for a cab, and I'm like, "Hi, I need a ticket for a cab." And she goes, "Twenty five dollars." So I'm paying for this ticket. And everyone's singing to me like they're all singing, <laughs> and it's all fucking crazy. And then I get in the cab, and I'm like sitting down, and I'm like, "I have to go to this like cancer hospital." So I'm going to meet I'm going to meet this one cancer doctor, and the the cabbie goes, "Oh, where to?" And then my phone rings, and it's my mentor who I've never met. 
And I'm like, oh my God, he's orchestrating this. I go, Russ, who the fuck are you? Like, I'm having like a paranoid thing. He's like, bro, what's up? And then the police come, knock on the window. Like, do you want to come in the police car or the ambulance? So they strap me down into the ambulance. I'm in one of those like stretchers and the light starts to come. Like I'm dying now. So like the lights come, it's like, you are dying. My brain's like, you are dying right now. So I just start talking because I'm like, oh shit, if I stop talking, I'm going to die. And I'm, I'm in this ambulance and I keep saying this address over and over again because I, I have no colon. I lost all my electrolytes. I, I'm in like a city I've never been in and I'm strapped in this thing and I'm sweating. And so they strap me in and dude, like time, I'm like in the middle of like nine different plots in my mind. I can see all the, the things in the universe. And then it just goes like, it just stops. Like, it's like when you're dead in a video game where like the screen's just, yeah, on the side. And I'm just like kind of dead and I just keep rambling. And I'm, I don't know how much time passed, but they take me to the hospital and they put me in a corner in the stretcher, like mental patient style. And I'm like trying to get out. And they, this hand keeps putting me back in the stretcher because <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up. And they take me to this back room and then they bring in these security guards there's like three security guards and like five guys with like needles and they're surrounding me. And I'm like, Oh fuck, they're going to poison me. I'm dying now. So like, I'm having like a paranoid, like, you know, hallucination yeah. here with no salt in my body. And I'm like, Oh fuck, these people are going to, they're going to chemo me. They're going to kill me. Oh my God. So I start saying like, I'm like Satan, Satan. I start saying the most fucked up shit. Like piss shit, motherfucker, Satan. <laughs> and, and they're like, Oh my God. Like whenever I say something crazy, like give fuck. a fucking needle. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, Whoa. Cause the guy's crazy. And then I'm like, two, four, six, eight, ten. And then when they see a pattern, one of them would jab me with the needle and, and inject me with some salt So wait a water. second. At this what point, is all of this shit actually happening? No, bro, this is real. And then, and then I, <laughs> you are lost you me mov- the even numbers. Yeah, are you <laughs> moving towards God here? Is that what's happening? Okay, so, so I get injected over and over with salt water, pass out, wake up in the ICU. I said to the nurse, I'm like, I'm, I got salt water in me now, so I'm fine. And I said to the nurse, can I go for a walk? And she says, nobody ever goes for a walk in the ICU. So I was like blacked out dead there for a bit and came out of the ICU. And then after one day of salt water, they're like, oh, you, you're free to go. And they say, you're the first person to ever go from the ICU to the street and hospital history. Oh. So like, yeah, because you because I, by the way, I've been to the ICU a number of times for traumatic injuries. I've had organs removed myself and yeah. all kinds of you know, fractured skull and all that shit. Yeah. Usually you're in recovery for two weeks after you leave the ICU. Right. You go to a room after. Right. So they just put the salt water in me. Like I lost all my salt. I was fine. I walked out. So where I did find God that was in, in the jungle, day 43, I had um, another hallucination. And that was where I was, it was, it was crazy. Cause like 40 days of no food makes you like you face your demons. You face yourself. Right. And day 40 comes and they're feeding us watermelon after the fast. Like, oh, here's your first piece of food, two ounces of watermelon. I eat that. I'm expecting the food to solve my problems and it doesn't. So I've done a 30 day fast. I've done an 18 day fast. When you get the food, you're like, woo, I'm done. 40 day, did nothing. And so I started getting depressed, depressed, depressed. Day 41, day 42, day 43. I'm like shivering in a hammock by myself. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the darkest darkness I've ever been in. And I go to the guy running the place and I say, hey man, what do you do when you feel so alone? It's like 8 p.m. at night. It's super dark. We're in the jungle. There's no light. And he says to me, well, I normally get some girls about half my age. I chase them around, have sex. It never turns in anything. This guy's like 63 years old. He's talking about banging 20-year-olds. And I'm Wait, like, is that oh. me? No, it, dude, it could be. But he's telling me like, oh, I go, I go bang girls. And, and I'm like, holy fuck, this guy's 63 and he's still chasing around girls. Like, I'm a, I'm a womanizer here. I'm a reformed womanizer. I'm like, oh my God. 
and I have this like mental breakdown in that moment. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm never going to get out of my shit. So I'm going back to my cabin in the middle of the darkness in the jungle. And I keep going lower and lower. It's like a trap doors opening under me. Like, oh my God, I'm going darker and darker and deeper and deeper. I end up in seven layers of hell under what I thought rock bottom was. Cause like, dude, I lost Whoa. organs now. Yeah. They told me I'd be dead. Yeah. Like everything is like just fucked. And I'm in my cabin by myself. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't even have lights. Turn out the lights, go out on the porch. And I'm breathing. I'm just like out on the porch, just breathing. And the, the frogs and the crickets are kind of vibrating. And I'm thinking, geez, I'm like 31 years old. Jesus fasted 40 days. He was in the desert. I'm kind of like that. I just fasted 40 days. I'm 31. And I start just like being like, this is probably what he felt. And then I feel this snake coming up my leg. There's a fucking snake coming up my leg. And it comes up to me and it starts talking to me. And it says, you're never going to escape your addictions. And another snake comes up my other leg. And it says, we're going to be back with the women and the food. And you're going to be back where you were before. And I'm like, get behind me, Satan. And lights go on. Boom. Whoa. And that's where I found God. And I, I drew this diagram of what I saw. And that was a that was a big moment. That was a big changing moment because it was breaking. It was where I fucking broke. My ego died. The whole thing. I was just like, whatever. I complete surrender. But I had to get to that point. Almost dying two times before that. Damn. In the jungle. 40 days. No food. Day 43. Losing my mind. That's where I broke. And then I just surrendered. And, and that's where... I really so had so what's the final, what's the note on that to people? If you want to find God. Or maybe just yourself. Or even yourself, go to go do a 40 day ju- jungle. jungle. Yes. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it when yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm right waiting on 31 though. Dude, dude, you can come. It's uh, I, I like the idea of feeling what Jesus felt. It's, it's one of the things where it's like, I think if you don't believe in God, it hasn't got bad enough for you yet. Uh, and when it gets super fucking bad for you, when it's really that bad, you're going to find God. F- my final thing on that statement, and then I'm tapping out, is uh, that's exactly true for me, too. I remember the last days when I was when I was in the depths of heroin and cocaine addiction, and I was like, this is it for me. I think that was pretty much when I started praying. Wow. And then after that, when I noticed that that led to a better place for me, and I started doing better and better and better, I didn't stop. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think, yeah. I, I think, by the way, I think that, that, that those dark places and those traumas in life lead to a lot of your biggest pieces of life, whether it's religion or by the way, your outlook. Yeah. And so I think what happened to you is you went through so much trauma that you came out of it. Like, why are we talking about things that aren't super traumatic? Like, like let's focus on the fact that there are much bigger stakes here. That's where it comes into meaning. Right. We're talking about, hey, what's the meaning of life? You know, men and women and money and blah, blah, blah. Well, what's the meaning? Like, what's the meaning of a man in life? What's the meaning of a woman in life? What's the meaning of happiness? And this is where it goes back to the Fight Club quote. We have no meaning now. So we're just chasing masturbatory objects like Call of Duty and porno and Ikea, Ikea hooking up with <laughs> chicks, whatever. And what is the real meaning? Right. That's where that's where I think with taking religion out of society, like people have pushed it away, taking religion out. We have trouble finding meaning now. And people are doing stuff and girls are working at the marketing agency and they have their dog and blah, 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 blah. But where's the meaning in all of it? Yeah. I know, bro. You got a final thought, Obi? Me? I have to go to sports rehab. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you found Jesus. Thanks, bro. Anyways, thanks for listening to Impulsive. The number one podcast in the world. Yeah, yeah, that was fun, bro. Appreciate Appreciate having you. Rate us five stars. We'll see you next time. We love you guys. Take it easy. Peace.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.